Hey everyone, this is David Ferrer, and you're listening to Café con Leche. Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to episode two of Café con Leche, because the best conversations happen over coffee. I am your host, David Ferrer, and I have a special guest with me today, but I'm not going to introduce her just yet. Um, But today's topic is going to be relationships. Before we dive into that, I want to remind you to subscribe and review. Subscribe and review. Um, This will help me because it gives me feedback on the podcast, which thank you so much for all the support in episode one. Um, But subscribe and review so that you're able to enter into a drawing to receive a mug and coffee beans from The Narrative Coffee Roasters. They are my favorite place to get coffee, and so you don't want to miss out on this. Make sure to subscribe and review. Um, Well, like I said, today I am joined with a special guest because we're going to be talking about relationships, and I figure as much as I have an expertise on relationships, um, I figure it would be better to bring in the real professional. Um, So I'm excited to have my wife, my beautiful wife, Brianna, with me today. Babe, thank you so much for being on with us today. Thanks for having me, and I'm not a professional. (laughs) No, we're not professionals in the least bit, but we have known each other for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Since 2010. When was our first official, like, date or being first time being out with each other we went out um january 19th 2011 that's right to starbucks to starbucks and was that the was that the first time was that when i had said i had gone a hundred times and yeah you lied to me i did i did not a good thing to do um but we have been with each other for a while so we do have some thoughts on relationship and we want to talk about them with you today no matter whether you're not dating you're dating you're engaged you're married i think some of this stuff can apply to every single person um and so we're excited to share today um babe what i've done is just kind of split it up into different topics based on things that people have asked me about so one of the big things that i get asked about is uh waiting to have sex like how close can people get to the line when it comes to before marriage Um, and what I'm tending to see too even from when we were dating to now is that most people aren't waiting to have sex anymore like you remember when purity rings were a big thing now like you're almost looked down upon if you have waited to have sex Um, and what I've actually read something that said most adults Say sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship is acceptable at least sometimes. 65% people said that. 43% say it's always acceptable to have casual sex between consenting adults. So there's a kind of mindset out there that it's not important to wait. Mm -hmm. There's that mindset out there. It's what the culture is doing today. Hey, just kind of do what you feel. You know, it's okay to have sex. Um all right and no matter how many people it's been um so what are your thoughts in regards to purity and and we're going to talk about it in a general sense as well for christians for non-christians why is it important for people to wait to have sex i think it's important first of all because god says to wait yeah (laughs) you know you look in scripture and see that that's um his heart and the way that he intended um sex to be and how he created it and so when we do um when we do anything outside of god's plan it's it doesn't work. It's it's That's not good. good. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's um, yucky and not um, not fun. And so I think God, you know, God created it to be in marriage um, because then you're committed to that one person. And there's so much beauty in that. I think a lot of times in the church we um, maybe have shamed sex. Like, don't even say that word from the pulpit, you know. Yeah. 
And so then it becomes this shameful thing. Um, and sometimes when we are told not to do something, then we want to do that, you know, to for sure. push the boundaries a little bit. Um, but I think before marriage, and even sometimes in marriage we can do this, but I think when we're younger and we're figuring things out, we we make it about ourselves and we become selfish about it, um, where we're not even thinking of the other person and we're not honoring the other person. We're not honoring the Lord, and because culture has taught us, do what you feel. If this feels good, then go for it. Um, we have become so used to hearing that and taking part in that um, that then we put that into our relationship with the other person, and we try to just make it all work. But there's so much beauty that comes um, from it being done in marriage, being it being done the way that God created it to be done. You don't have to have everything figured out. That's that's the beautiful part is you get to do that all in marriage. You get to explore everything till the day you die. You know, yeah. you're not day one going to know everything. And that's, I think that's the fun part about it. Yeah. Um, but to save that, because there is this emotional tie that comes. Um, it's not just a physical act. It's an emotional act. It's an act of worship to God. And so when it's done outside of marriage, then you're, you're just giving your heart away to, to all these people. And then you're left with nothing, you know, to give your husband or your wife. Um, and there's also diseases that come with it too. You know, if you were to stay pure till the day of marriage, um, you, there's no disease. There's nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you are listening today and that's something that has been done, um, just know that first of all, we love you. God loves you. God's not disappointed in you. Um, he's moved by your weaknesses and there's room for, healing, mm -hmm. you know, God can heal that. Um, and you can walk into marriage completely, completely whole too. Yeah, that's 100% true. Uh, and a couple of things just to highlight what you said, uh, sex is a gift from God. It's something that created, it's something that's good. And when you do it, you worship him as long as you're doing it inside of marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's important. It's a beautiful thing. It's not anything shameful. It's something that you're able to enjoy. But again, he created for you to enjoy it in marriage. And I think there's something cool that comes from two people saying, hey, we're willing to mm -hmm. wait for each other. Like that's how much I value yeah. my relationship with God. But also that's how much I value you. So if you're listening today and you're a couple and you're not yet married, uh, we get it. The struggle's real. Mm -hmm. I 100% get that. I remember having thoughts in my head, how close could we get to the line <laughs> without it being sin? And we want to try to get away from that type of mindset. Yeah. I think the mindset needs to be, how can I honor God? And how can I honor this person? Yeah. Um, how can I do better to wait? How can I set myself up for success in that? Mm -hmm. You want to wait till marriage to enjoy that because you want to value that person and you want to think about the relationship you're building. I think about that all mm -hmm. the time. If you're getting into this relationship and it's being built upon a disobedience towards God and a lack of valuing each other, mm -hmm. if you're willing to just let emotionals, emotion, emotional desire of wanting to be with someone, a physical desire of wanting to be with someone, if you're letting that drive you, um, go beyond caring for that person and waiting for that person, um, then it's not going to be a good foundation for your marriage. So you want to wait. It's a good thing. And it's really worth it. <laughs> it is really worth it. Um, it is really worth it. And um, you want to do everything you can to protect sex and everything that goes along with mm -hmm. that. There was something I read that 49% of people say it's acceptable to for consenting adults to exchange explicit images of each other. Be mindful. Be careful honor God in everything. In Hebrews, it talks about protecting the sanctity of marriage, guarding the marriage bed and all that goes along with that. So that's a little on purity. Other things I get asked, Brianna, um, is about balancing God 
and relationship. A lot of people are afraid that once they get in a relationship, like, oh, this is becoming an idol to me. Oh, it's becoming more important um, than God to me. Like, I, I, need to, I need to let it go. I need to get out of it. What are your thoughts on balancing um, God and that relationship? I think if you find yourself um, questioning, you know, am I putting this person before God? If, am I spending time with God um, as much as I need to be? All of that. Just know that you're you're normal, and that's a good thing that you're feeling that because you're you're wanting to please the Lord. You know, you're wanting to grow in your relationship with Him. Um, but I think you know, as we as we get older, as we take on more responsibilities, um, our time with the Lord it's not, it's not going to be hours and hours and hours in our room by ourselves mm-hmm. with him. And that's okay. I don't think God intended us to just literally stay in our room all day long and, and talk to him. Yeah. You know, that's what heaven's for too. He wants us to act it out now and, and love on other people. Right. Um, so getting to know the other person, you'll know, um, when you are maybe putting that person before the Lord, because the Holy Spirit's going to speak to your heart and say, Hey, you know, what about me? (laughs) And so take that, take that as a, as a moment to just come before him and spend time with him in that moment. Don't shame yourself. Don't try to hide from God for a week because you feel bad that you haven't spent time with him. He's just there ready to, ready to talk. Um, but to do life together with him, um, you know, as you do get married and you have kids and take on other job responsibilities, you know, it's, then you're balancing those things. Right. You know, it's not just about the person you're dating. Um, but God will give you grace to to learn how to balance that, but also to intertwine the two of those things and to know that, like, he wants to do life with you, with that person, with your kids, with your, you know, it all, it all becomes um, intertwined. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think with each different season of life, your season of singleness, and there is that season. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a little bit. Um, but also there's a season of being like dating each other. There's a season to, of being a fiance. There's a season of being married. And um, there's different transitions in your time in mm-hmm. all of those seasons. And for the season of singleness, you should, you, you should have a time that you devote to God. Every Christian should. You should. There should be a time that you devote to him. And so as you have that time, when you transition into dating, that time should not be lost. You should still dedicate moments to him. Still read your Bible, still pray, still have moments where you turn on worship music and just dedicate it Mm -hmm. to growing in God. And just because you're giving time to a person doesn't mean you shouldn't be giving time to God. Or just because you're giving time to a person doesn't mean now, uh, unless he gives you that revelation and that heart of, man, I, I want you to increase your time with me. Okay, great. But if you've been spending time with him each day, and I'm talking about quality time, like mm-hmm. you're reading your Bible, you're praying, you're having those moments. It's more than just a prayer for your meal. It doesn't mean like, okay, now that I gave three hours to this person, I need to give three hours to reading my Bible yeah. and praying. I don't necessarily think that. I think as long as you're having your time with the Lord, you can still enjoy the other things. And then you get into marriage and now you're going to have to balance time. You're going to have your spouse and you're going to have your kids eventually. And now it's just finding the moments in which to have relationships. So your time transitions and you learn to balance it. And it's a good thing. It's not a bad Mm -hmm. thing. You learn to balance time that you give to your siblings and that changes as well. You give to friends that changes as well because now you're spending time, more time with this person. Um, But don't forget that other people are alive as well. There's people that exist outside of them and you want to make sure you still reach out to them, give them attention, but it's okay that your time is shifting more to being with that person. That's okay as well. So a lot of people ask me about uh, balance, but then they also ask me this big question. 
how do I know whether or not the person I'm dating is the one for Mm -hmm. me? How do I know that? So what are your thoughts on that? And even just thinking about us when we were together and things that you've heard from other couples, what, how would you answer that? I think the only way to, to know is first of all to, to be involving the Lord in everything in your relationship. Um, if you're not praying about it, you know, you're just going to go off of your own feelings. Um, and he's going to give you peace. He's going to show you um, as you're developing your relationship with that person, if this is right or wrong. Um, I think too, something that we try to maybe then just focus on prayer, um, but yet neglect the advice of others. Um, You have to listen to the advice of your parents, your friends, your mentors, people that are um, close to you growing in relationship with the Lord. If there are red flags that they have and they are hesitant about you being with this person, then maybe this person isn't for you, <laughs> you know? And I don't think there's, you know, we, th- we focus so much on the one, like, okay, if I, if I can't find the one, then, you know, do I marry anybody or am I going to mess up the line of, yeah. you know, if I, mar- if she marries this guy, well, if that guy was supposed to be my one, then, you know, it all gets messed up. No, I think the Lord, <laughs> He obviously knows what every day of our life looks like um, and who he creates for for who. But I think there's free will, too, um, and to know that, like, he's going to guide you. He's not trying to mess up your steps. You know, as you are growing in relationship with the Lord, as you are surrounding yourself with people that are wise and know you well um, and you listen to what they're saying, I think you're going to you're just going to walk into that relationship and walk into that marriage knowing that's that's the person. So there's this, this peace that the Lord will give you or this lack of peace. And if there is lack of peace, if there are red flags, it's okay to step away from that relationship. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the world. Maybe it will be for that moment where you're kind of heartbroken, but you don't want to be in that relationship if that's not something that the Lord has for you, because I believe God creates someone for you to help fulfill your purpose in life too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, one of the things I always try to think about, and I remember, man, is that marriage is designed to be till death do you part. Mm-hmm. That's what it's designed for. And so a lot of people want to rush into getting to have that one, that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've even heard people like, I, I want to know that they're the one before, before I even start dating them. And that's a really hard thing to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't. It's really hard. You can have that heart to say, hey, I'd like to go all the way with this person. But don't trap yourself into, because I, I know people that get into relationships and then they're unhappy with yeah. the person, but because they're in a dating relationship, I only date to marry. They stay in it and then <laughs> they stay unhappy. And marriage is forever. And if you set that up, you're unhappy with that person, you're going to be unhappy for the rest yeah. of your life. Like marriage is forever. So it's okay to walk away from a relationship. There's a way to do re- dating in a way that you can walk away. And yeah, maybe you'll be a little hurt, but you don't have to be devastated and you don't have to be crushed. If you'll guard your heart and guard the heart of the person that you're dating, you can do dating in the mm-hmm. right way and be okay. And be we're friends, not, so we're not sure. saying, hey, yet date around like all the time you should be dating a new person yet watch your heart be careful um but you don't have to marry the person that you're dating and especially if they're not right for Mm -hmm. you they're if they're not right for you do not marry them so ways that you can know involve your leaders involve mentors I, i i specifically suggest having people that are older than you people that are your age are going to tell you what you want to hear listen to people that are older than you 
and then pray about what they're saying and put into practice what they're saying. If they're yeah. getting red flags, hmm, maybe I should listen. Maybe mm-hmm. I should do something uh, about this stuff. So, um, and then last, I, I want to talk about before we get into our questions that they asked on social media, just real quick, um, just some thoughts on love and commitment. You know, love and commitment. What are some things that come to mind, maybe in those individual words or both of them together? What's something that comes to mind for you? Um, that it's that love is a choice. I think, you know, it's easy to just say I love you and to throw that word out. I think even we talked about how we waited to say I love you till yeah. farther down the road. Yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of times too, we just we throw that word out and it doesn't mean anything. Um, so to to wait on even that that phrase, I think is really special. Um, but with love and commitment, I think. Um, it's it's something that we're not used to doing because we when we're upset with something we just tend to leave mm-hmm. you know and so to learn you know as you are growing in your dating relationship as you're engaged and you are you know committed to this person then you enter marriage you know it's not going to be butterflies and roses every day right you know it's a choice and so i know i'm sure there's mornings you wake up and <laughs> You look over at me and think, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to love you Never. today. Um, but to, to know that that person is not perfect and that's okay. They're not Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, we forget that we actually have imperfections yeah. ourselves. We have weaknesses and things that the other person may not care for, you know, <laughs> and to know that like, it's okay, you know, and you're, you're working through that and you're. You're loving on that person, especially when they need it the most, to be able to be that safe place for that person because the Lord has forgiven them. The Lord is giving them grace. So why should we hold that back from the other person? Right. So to learn that early on of you know giving them grace, um, but also know like if you're in a dating relationship and you're not feeling like it's working out, it's okay to step away from that too. You don't have to be committed 100% to the very end. But when you are in that spot, I think you said it well with um, earlier with um, not getting your mind focused on other people too while mm-hmm. you're dating. How did you word that earlier with? Oh well, I, that kind of touches on commitment. Yeah, I'm um, just being committed to that person. If that's what you're wanting to do, uh, if you're if you're with someone, then you need to be committed to them. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be thinking about another person. You shouldn't be trying to. Um, while you're talking to this person, I'm going to talk to this person mm-hmm. as well. Be committed where you're yeah. at. Get to know that person. If it doesn't end up working out, okay. Yeah. But as long as you were full commitment, and that to creates them. habits too, I think. Yeah. If you end up, if you're forming habits now of talking to two people at one time, mm-hmm. what do you think you're going to continue to do? Yeah. You're going to continue to do that. Okay. Real, real fast. Um, let's talk about the questions and just give me. We're going to do like rapid fire answers here. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, some of the things I asked on Instagram. What do you want me to talk about in regards to romantic relationships? One of my favorite ones was how do you get one. Real quick, how do you get a romantic relationship? Well, you have a lot of friends, and you get to know people, um, and you put yourself out there. But I think that should be done when you're a little older. (laughs) Yeah? Uh, So you don't think middle schoolers and high schoolers should be dating? No, no, that's and there's, my opinion. <laughs> there's some young adults. Just that enjoy be <laughs> the season you're in right now. Have a lot of friends. Yeah, it's hard to do that. It's hard to enjoy singleness. Yeah. People are always in a rush to get out of it. 
but your singleness is not something necessarily that you're going to get special back. Time. It's it's a special time, and there's a way you serve God in that season that's unlike any other yeah. season. Um, so enjoy it. So how do you get one? Uh, you definitely you can put yourself out there. Um, you get to know people, have a lot of friends, um, and get to like I said, get to know people is the main thing. So along with that. Um, let's say people are doing that. They say, David, Brianna, I am getting to know people. I am trying to have a lot of friends. Um, and let's particularly for women, um, can women shoot their shot or should men be the ones initiating things? Who pursues? What are your thoughts real quick? Well, the first instinct is the guy, the guy pursues, Mm -hmm. but I think girls should, um, girls can put themselves out there because if you're stuck in your room, you're not they're not going to know that you're interested. I think for, for us, I was around you. I got to know you, probably flirted with you a little show bit. Showed it, showed it. But man, there's just something so special about the guy pursuing the girl. Yeah. So that's my take. Yeah, I, well, I, and I, I kind of agree with you at the same and at time. I disagree. I, I think with day and age we're living in, I think women can shoot their shot. Women, if you want to shoot your shot, go for it. Um, if you want to initiate things, go for it. If you want to pursue absolutely go for it but i think you need to keep in mind to not be the only one doing yeah. that um i think it becomes unhealthy when you're the i think there's an uh it's more natural for women to be detailed to be romantic uh, at least from what i've seen and maybe if i'm wrong if you're not like that okay but don't be the only one doing it like that's that's gonna suck if you go the rest yeah. of your dating life and then marriage and you're the only one making any sort of effort what relationship is that like this should be pursuing on mm-hmm. both sides um so that's important Good date night ideas. Um, go on a picnic. Go on a picnic. Uh, for us, we like getting coffee. We like dinner and a movie. Back when the movie theaters were open, I missed those days. Um, we on love doing 20 questions with each other. 20 we questions. We still do that. We love doing that. Um, playing board games. Simple things like that. I've put, you made a face. I, okay, we play board games sometimes. Um, but those are simple things. Don't, don't feel like you have to go and spend. Go to the park. It can I, be free. It can be free. That's okay. And yeah. It doesn't make you cheap. Well, and to still, still date each other when you're married, too. That's yeah. important. Yeah, and we're working on that. We're doing our best to do that more and more. Don't be making a face. All right, uh, things you wish you knew before you got married. I'm not good with this rapid fire. <laughs> All right, for me, I think uh, for me, I, I wish I knew that it was okay to not that I don't know you as much as I thought I knew you, mm-hmm. or that I didn't know you as much as I thought I did, um, because we got married and there was things, a lot more things I discovered about you, and some of them I loved, and some of them I was like, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you felt the great. same way about me, okay? <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay that maybe you don't know the person as much as you think you do. I think you need to get to know them mm-hmm. as much as you can. But you're always going to learn more about them once you're married. Anything that you feel like or you uh, wish you knew before you got married? Um, I think with being married, you think sometimes that you're going to change the person. Yeah. And meaning the small details of, like, the things that annoy you. Um but to know ahead of time, like, that's probably not going to happen, and that's okay because that person's not you. Yeah. Nor do you want them to be you because then you'll probably be annoyed with them doing everything <laughs> the way that you do it. Um, but to know that's kind of what the, the fun part is, is that you two are different. Yeah. And that's okay. That is okay. Um, and marriage is fun because of that. Yeah. Which, by the way, marriage is fun. And that's one thing I, I wish mm-hmm. we knew more of. That marriage is fun. Most people told us, hey, it's not fun. Yes, marriage is a lot of fun. So don't let anybody tell you differently. A lot of fun. Thoughts on pre-marriage counseling? 
Go for it. Go yes. for it. Very good. I think we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We absolutely enjoyed it. I mean, and a Christian counselor is yeah. what would be preferred. Um, it just, really helps set the foundation for your marriage yeah. to kind of get some things out of the way um, that maybe you didn't talk about with each other to hear another voice. Um, but it's really helpful for when you do get married to kind of have all that stuff taken care of. Yeah, and the lady um, that did our counseling, um, she was a Christian, and she was just like, hey, my purpose of asking these questions is not so that I can, hey, you guys don't need to be with each other, so that um, we ask real honest questions so you know, hey, you know this going into marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was cool. Um, And then what boundaries did you set or wish you set at the beginning of your relationship? What comes to mind? Um, I wish for myself that I set more boundaries um, on my heart and maybe by talking to someone more about it mm-hmm. um to not be so stuck on you like oh my okay i <laughs> <laughs> like being obsessive you sure. know i think as girls we just take one thing and then boom we've got everything planned out with this guy well what if that guy's not your husband you know yeah um so to have more boundaries on my heart and my mind on how i viewed you maybe I wish I would have viewed you more as my friend and not just, okay, you're my husband. You're going to be my husband, you know, six years down the road. Well, let's just enjoy right now the season we're in. Yeah, that's important. Uh, For me, I just wish um, earlier in the relationship, I would have just set someone up to be, uh, hold me accountable, check in with me weekly saying, hey, how are you doing physically, mentally, emotionally? How Mm -hmm. are you guys doing? Um, I wish I would have set that up at the beginning of the relationship because it's important. Um, but that brings us to the end of our questions and the end of our time today. Brianna, thank you so much for being on with us today. Thanks um, for having me. Thank you to all our listeners. Um, I hope you got something from this in some way. We're not experts on relationship. No, we just wanted to all. share a little bit about what we've learned and hope that it blesses you no matter where you're at mm-hmm. in regards to relationship. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe and review um, so that you can get or be entered into a drawing to get a mug and coffee beans from Narrative Coffee Roasters. Love you guys, and I will talk to you next episode.